Welcome back to the Take My Word Podcast. My name is Christian, and um, it's wild outside right now. I don't know if you've, you've watched, but uh, I have one story about the coronavirus, and that is it. If South Park has taught me anything about life, you have to wait a certain amount of years to joke about something. But I'm going to say something now, because I really don't care. It's, if it's funny, it's funny. Pandemic, man, mimic, you know what I'm saying? Um, before I start off this, this podcast, though, I know it's kind of... Uh, it's sad watching the news. It's sad. So I'm going to bring us back to a simpler time, an easier time. 2017, the time of peace. Um, back in 2017, I was working at Taco Bell. And I know that seems irrelevant to what I'm to anything, but I was working at Taco Bell and they gave us like a, a deal. Like, okay, if you get enough good reviews at tellthebell.com, everyone here will get two tickets. The Holiday World. I was like, two free tickets to Holiday World. So I did what everybody would do. I took all the receipts that people didn't want and I sent them all my friends and said, hey, can you give me a good rating? And I, yeah. They're like, wow, Christian, you got 27 five star ratings. I'm like, what can you say? People like me. <laughs> so uh, we got enough five star ratings that I got two free tickets to Holiday World. So they gave me these two free tickets and I was like, hell yeah. So I asked my buddy that I went to high school with and I was in a musical with. I was like, you want to go to Holiday World? He said, huh, yeah. And then somebody else at the musical that practices heard me and they're like, you're going to you going to Holiday World? And I was like, yeah. They're like, can we go to Holiday World too? I'm like, if you pay for yourself, you can go to Holiday World. And they're like, okay. So then somebody else is like, they're like, hell yeah, we're going to Holiday World with Christian. Let's go. And I was like, yeah, let's go. Okay, we're gonna go on on Saturday. They're like, okay. So, and I was on a Friday because <laughs> it's the only day that all of us could do something. And um, one other person heard, and he's like, "Can I go too?" And we're like, "Yeah." And then another person heard, and like, "Can I go too?" So we had an entire car ride of people going up to Holiday World on a Friday. Problem was, I was a junior in high school, and um, I had school on Friday. So I was like. I'm not going to school on Friday. <laughs> and the other problem was I worked on Wednesday, Fridays, and Sundays at Taco Bell consistently. So I wasn't going to work on Friday either. Now, did I request it off? No. Did I tell them I wasn't going to go? No, because I was a kid and I was a crappy employee, to be completely frank. So, uh, well, I wasn't, I was better than 99% of the people there, but they, I put it in and they, they said no. So I was like, I'll show you. So I just didn't go. Um, so we have all these people, like my place was a good like middle ground for everyone. So we all showed up at my place on Thursday night. I don't, my mom probably suspected something, but uh, neither here nor there. So we have five people chilling in my room, which is about the size of a college dorm, which I don't know if you've been in a college dorm, but it's not very big. So we had one person on the bed, another person in the corner sitting in a uh, like rolling, like kind of like a rocking gaming chair but it was like 16 years old and it was falling apart we had a kid sleeping in that we had a kid sleeping in a normal computer chair that like didn't have arms so he was just like sitting there perfectly still trying not to fall over and uh i just slept on the couch because i don't care i'll sleep on the couch so we all sleep go to sleep and then we wake up we need we need to get there when they open okay so it's about a two and a half hour drive so we start driving start driving like man we're not gonna get there when they open 
And then we get there, we're like, we're late. God. We had someone sleeping in the trunk because uh, we didn't have enough seats, even though we were an SUV. We had uh, the big kid, the biggest kid there. He was sleeping in the trunk. And uh, we're trying to hit as many speed bumps as we could. Like, Ba-dum! He's like, stop. <laughs> so uh, we get, well, first off, we stop at a Starbucks because, you know, we're basic white kids. We had no diversity. This wasn't. Uh, there's no equal opportunity friendship here. It just, it just happened to be all... That's besides the point. So we get there, and we're like, oh, we got here, but we're late. We're like, oh, wait, there's a time change. We're here an hour early in the parking lot with nothing to do. So uh, we sat there, played phone phone games, because this is the 21st century, and how dare we have face-to-face conversation. So we get there, and we had a pretty good time. I uh, We're a big group of guys in general so we went to the the water park towards the end and they had this like this big raft ride and we're like we all want to ride together but we see that there's a weight limit so we're over there like okay how much does everyone weigh and no one was being truthful so we were off by about a thousand pounds so we get up there we step on the scale we're like damn we're uh we're a little bit over by a little bit over i mean a lot over so our self calculations were wrong we're a bunch of liars so they're like, okay, who's going to not ride with us? And I was the one that started this entire thing. I was the one that got those surveys from Taco Bell. But they kicked me over to the the next group, which was consisted of two older ladies. And they were just sitting there. I'm like, these ladies are going to die. Like, we're going to get up to the top. I'm like, uh. And like, we go down the, we're going down the so- other side, like the, the big drop. They're like, Ah, I was like, uh, <laughs> I look up to the next. I was like, I want to be in that next one right there with all my friends. They're over there splashing, having a good time. And I was like, huh. but uh, we went on like the main ride at Holiday World. We got there and we waited in the line. And two of the like two people didn't want to go on the ride. So it was just me and the person I gave a ticket. We're sitting in line because we're gonna ride because this was a cart of two and. There were so many college kids there, and this was back, you know, I was in high school or whatever. So, like, these people were like, I'm like, man, these people are, like, old. Like, they're, I look up to these people, and I'm like, that person doesn't look very good. They, they come up to the, the right ends, and this girl, it's a really hot girl, just sitting there. She's, like, smiling, smiling, smiling. Bleah! Pukes right in her lap. And I was like, huh, huh. <laughs> so they stopped the whole ride. They had to clean her up, and she just, like, oh, well, walks off puke covering her lap, puke covering her seat. She's walking away in her flip-flops, and you can just see a a trail of uh, just poor decisions following her. And I was like, well, looked over at my buddy. I'm like, hey, it's gonna, we're gonna, we're, they're going to be waiting down there because the people that want to ride the ride because they had no cojones, they're going to be sorely mistaken if they think this is going to be a pretty quick experience. So we go back, and they're like, what took so long? We're like, well, uh, we had uh, Miss Molly, poor, poor planning, threw up on herself, and we now we're here. So, uh, I get back to work on Sunday, I walk in, and they're like, I judge clock in, I'm like, oh man, it's not letting me clock in, oh, it must be something wrong with the schedule, I walk back, they're like, no, you're fired, I was like, oh, okay, and I was like, you had a no call, no show on Friday, and I was like, yeah, they're like, why, I'm like, I, I didn't want to call in, because you would say no, <laughs> and they're like, so you're fired, I'm like, well, do you do you have someone covering the shift for me today? No. Can I work it? Yeah. Can can I have my job back? 
Yeah. So why do we have this entire conversation? We wanted to prove a point. And I was like, prove a point by firing me, then re- instantly rehiring me? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I guess I won't call off again. Or call off just for no reason. Tell them, like, hey, I'm at Holiday World with the tickets you gave me. Your decision. My decision. Bad bad time. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... Think back to simpler non-coronavirus time of the 2017. Let's kick into the, uh, the stories for the week, okay? So, uh, let's start off with... Woman's shameful spa experience ends with her walking to the streets naked. Um, <laughs> Salam was hoping for a nice relaxing day with her boyfriend, but one little mistake left her in a very, very embarrassing situation. Treating herself to a spa break is a perfect way to unwind and escape from the stress of day-to-day life. But for Anbara Salam, her nice relaxing day in, day out, ended being in a completely opposite situation and she says it was the most embarrassing moment of her life it all started when she arrived at the spa in germany with her boyfriend they were quickly told that this the site's rules meant that the swimming suits were allowed in the pool in the sauna you had to be naked rules are rules you gotta gotta let hang brain in the sauna because if else it's not real sauna experience so she went to get undressed grabbed a towel on the way to meet her boyfriend in the sauna all fine so far but she ended up going through the wrong door and finding herself locked in the fire escape area with just a tiny towel to cover her dignity. But that's not the worst part. In an attempt to get passerby's attention, she banged on the door and yelled for help, but it was no use. Fully crying, I ran downstairs towards to the workout, which part of me I should have covered with the little towel. Fully crying, I ran downstairs trying to work out which part of me I... Oh, she covered my little towel. My face? A single buttock? A single, I've never heard of a single buttock. I've heard of buttocks. I guess that's plural. I want to see my little buttock. After another failed attempt on the floor below, she reached the ground floor and found an open door into a terrifying machine room with a massive fans and pumping of electrocution uh, and pumps and electrocution symbols on everything. She said, friends, there's nothing quite like running naked and crying around an industrial machine room. I spot a service lift out of sheer panic i ran into the lift covering each boob in turn matching the buttons she noticed a security camera in the lid and is torn between i don't want anyone to see this and i really really want someone to see this and rescue me finally a german man speak starts speaking on a loudspeaker which since she doesn't speak german she assumes he's saying the naked girl in the fire escape lift please stop matching the buttons when the lift doors eventually open, a spa employee, what she described as the most dressed man to ever be wearing clothes, the most dressed man to ever be wearing clothes, is standing there with no towel in his hands. She starts following him through the fire escape passage, but realizes the only way to get back in the spa is to leave the building, walk down the street, around the corner, and through the reception where a queue of people wait. At this point, she's really hyster- crying hysterically and cowering to the side of the pavement. I now have... <laughs> I now have an out-of-body experience, a shameful blackout. I have reached my max. I go fully embarrassed out, and the other side, time slows down. I can hear the mu- I can hear the music of the spheres. With nothing to lose, she drops the washcloth, puts her shoulders back, her head high, and follows the savior down the street, whilst ignoring the people staring and pointing. I am transcendent with shame and untouchable. You just get to the point of nakedness that you're just like, okay, I'm naked. 
drop the t- why would he even drop the towel? At least cover up like you know the most bad part. You know, you see people breastfeeding, you're like okay. You see some butt cheeks, you're like okay. At least cover up the hoo ha. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to see your cookie. When she reaches the reception, it's busy, so busy in fact that the employees had to yell at people so she can get through the crowd. As she waits at the reception desk for him to explain the situation, she assumes an elderly lane elderly lady hands her a lobster-shaped pool float to cover her modesty. She continued, the receptionist asked me for my ID. I am wearing only a lobster. Where, friends, where would I be putting a effing ID? Receptionist sighs and lets me through the turnstile. When she finally found her boyfriend in the cafe, she was relieved and ran in ran to him sobbing but instead of asking if she was okay he was grumpy because he had been waiting for an hour but that that dude's name has to be kyle you know like remember back when uh simpler times once again during the area 51 raids when they had the kyles versus the karens this dude's definitely kyle he wears a monster hat he wears that monster hat to the gym with the sticker still on with the tag still on he still has like the little hangy thing that they put on the top of it. You know, like the little looking lobster claw that they hang. He still has that on the hat because he wants people to know he just bought that hat. <laughs> I wish, you know what? I'd wear a lobster claw, lobster claw floaty to the gym. Just working out. Can you imagine just walking on the treadmill with a lobster claw looking with a lobster floaty around your waist and that's it that's a power move that's a power lifter move i'm gonna go to a power lifting competition with just a floaty on and then people are like dude i don't lift so much weight there no one's even mentioned the fact that i'm basically naked they're just gonna be like dude that was an awesome lift i'm like yeah high five and they're gonna forget the fact that they can see my business that's a power move all right Next story. This is going to be the only coronavirus story I promise. Coronavirus emergency. Oregon police ask people to stop calling 911 because they ran out of toilet paper. A police department in Oregon is urging people that if they have ran out of toilet paper, it's not worth calling 911. The Newport Police Department posted this morning a message on its Facebook page as shoppers across the country have flocked to supermarkets to stock up on supplies amid the coronavirus pandemic that has put the world on edge. It's hard to believe that we even have to post this. Do not call 911 just because you ran out of toilet paper. You will survive without our assistance. What, do people think that the cops stocked up too? What are the, what are the cops going to do? They're going to come and wipe your booty for you? Do you think the cops have a bidet? They have a public bidet. Come on. Come on in. I'm going to spray some water up your butthole, clean you up, send you on your way. But you know how to get us. If you need to get a hold of us, call 911. Because your crusty booty hole is our number one priority. I promise. The department then offered numerous alternatives if people could not find their favorite soft, ultra plush, two plies, citrus scented tissue. Um, there are always alternatives to toilet paper grocery receipts, newspaper, clothes, rags, lace, cotton balls, and the empty toilet paper roll sitting. On the holder right next to you, magazine read. Plus, there are a variety of leaves you can use safely. Mother Earth's news magazine will tell you how to make your own wipes using 15 different leaves. When all else fails, you have magazine pages. Start saving those catalogs. 
you got in the mail that you usually toss in the recycling bin, be resourceful, be patient. There's a TP shortage. This shall too pass. Just don't call the cops. We can't bring in toilet paper. That's the end. Well, um, uh, many aspects of American life have been reordered as the county has dealt with trying to curb the spread of the coronavirus. Over the past week, images of empty shelves and grocery stores have become a common sight as people rush to stock up on food and cleaning supplies. Some stores have even implemented a sales restriction of only limited number of items per person. <sighs> That's just... I don't understand. Like, someone made a good point. You go out, you buy 7,000 bottles of hand sanitizer with 15,000 bottles of soap. You know what? People can't wash their hands now. They're going to come out. And uh, other memes you've seen, your uh, 5% hand sanitizer, 95% sparkles from Bath & Body Works isn't going to save you from that person that hasn't washed their hands in 16 days. That's the news with Christian. Don't stock up. There wouldn't be a shortage if you didn't stock up. Why? You're making people wash their booty holes with leaves. When you're over there using Charmin 17 ply, think about the person two doors down, which is outside. You can see them through the window, wiping their butt with a leaf, and you should feel bad. You should feel bad about yourself. You suck. But what? What can you say? That people are going to do what they're going to do? Just shows up. I don't want to be a, any of your guys' partners in the case of an apocalypse because you're going to be so worried about toilet paper and 95% sparkle hand sanitizer that you're, you're just going to be like over there washing your hands, get bit by a zombie, and then I have to put you down. And I don't want to do that. But if I has to, I has to. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> oh, let's move. Only coronavirus story. Don't stock. It wouldn't be a problem if you didn't stock up. Police respond to reports of a lion on the loose. Turns out to be a really big dog. Police in Spain responded to a number of calls reporting a lion which had been spotted in their town, only to discover it was a big dog with a unique haircut. Police were understandably concerned when they received a number of calls reporting a lion had been spotted roaming freely in the neighborhood. Officers from the Spanish town of Malona de Segura were dispatched to track down the big cat after several panicked reports from locals, only to later discover it was in fact a very, very, very big dog. It's, you know it's pretty big because the news article put three varies. That makes it seem like it was not just, it wasn't a big dog, it wasn't like a Great Dane, it was, this was Clifford looking like a lion. In the social media post from the station, it reported that there have been multiple sightings of the animal in one area. When they caught up with the lion, they were able to find out it had just been given a microchip. If you find a lion with a microchip, that is a power move. That dude goes to powerlifting competitions with only a floaty. If you microchip a lion, you are a bro, dude. And, uh, and after checking its details, found out it was in, in fact a doggo. Another thing, this article, this news source is so cool, they use doggo, dude. Doggo. Officers were able to reunite with the lion-looking pet with his owner. And if you look at the photos, looks like they just ran out of power in the clippers and only shaved half the dog. Like, the back looks like, you know, like, lion. The front looks like a lion man. These people probably did it on purpose. They're the, they're the people. This kid, his name is probably Steven. You probably grew up across the street from him. 
he was a kid that was really weird, you know, like, but he had everything. Like, he had the PlayStation 5 in 2016. He had the PlayStation 5 in 2012. You're getting home from school, like, dude, I did not do very well on my time math tables today. And you're like, go over Stevens. I'm going to play Madden 2021 over at Stevens. And you walk in, and he has this dog shaved like a lion, and you don't even question it. He's like, can I get the cool the cool controller? Can I get the normal DualShock 5 controller, not the Mad Cats controller? And Steven's like, what do you think? No, you can't get... You get the Mad Cat. You know what? You don't even get to watch. I'm going to have my little five-year-old brother play. You get to watch because of that stupid question. And you're like, can I at least play with your lion-looking doggo? And like, no, you can't play with my lion-looking doggo because you asked to play with my lion-looking doggo. I am the rich friend across the street. You are the poor kid across the street that's still playing Game Boy. I'm like, the Game Boy just came out. The Game Boy is dead. Christian, the Game Boy's dead. But I cleaned I cleaned the living room, and my parents gave me the Game Boy. I don't care if you cleaned the living room. You cleaned one room. You think that's involves you getting a Game Boy? Like, but that was the deal if it kept the living room. I don't care. You don't get the Magats controller. You don't get to pet my lion doggo. Go home. And then you go to school and you're like, man, just stupid Steven, man. That's the type of person that shaves their dog like a lion. Steven shaves his dog like a lion. With a, that's a fact. Canada man appeals court ruling against grab her license plate. G-R-A-B-H-E-R. Grab her. Grab her. Canadian man is set to appeal a new court ruling that revokes his vanity license plate that bears the last name Grabher. Lauren Grabber of Nova Scotia claims he has been using his family name on his license plate without incident for nearly three decades. According to reports, the Department of Motor Vehicles first approved the Grabher license plate around 1990 and has renewed it without issue ever since. However, in 2016, an anonymous person complained about it to the Department of Motor Vehicles, claiming it promoted hate against women. In response to the complaint, the license plate was canceled. <coughs> Sorry. Grab her and his attorney has demanded a license plate being reinstated, claiming the decision was discriminatory, unreasonable, and a violation of free expression. His name's Grab Her. So, in 2016, with the Trump stuff, saying Grab Her by the insert explicit term here this dude can't use his last dude are you gonna like his next you're gonna be like i saw his id checking out at the at this like the gas station when he was buying lottery tickets even though he looks over 45 and i saw his id because i forced him to do it because i'm 16 years old and i'm gonna make sure that he uses his id because that's the rules even though he's over 45 i don't want to lose my job you look at his license like his id and you're like sir this is very inappropriate this is very inappropriate. You're not getting any smokes and no lotto scratchies. Go home and think about your last name and how rude it is. Like, what? It's his name, dude. In January, the Nova Scotia Supreme Court ruled license plates are not public spaces with a history of free expression and that the particular plate was recalled because it could be interpreted as a socially unacceptable statement without the benefits of further context, which is not provided it is his last name if people could put their last name on their car it's it's his name the decision is not about whether mr grabber's surname is offensive it is not justice darlene jamison wrote her 
wrote in her decision, according to the Canadian press, the primary function of the license plate is not expression, but as identification and regula regulation of vehicle ownership. A license plate is, by its very nature, a private government space. So then I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay for it then, right? You don't have to pay for your license plate fees because it's private government space. So the government owns it. So the government pays for it, right? No. If you pay for it, you should be able to, if you can buy a custom plate, if you can have too fast, you too slow on your license plate, this dude can have his last name on his license plate. What are you talking about? The Justice Center of Constitutional Freedoms, who is supporting Grab Her, claimed in a statement on Monday his license plate is an expression of Grab Her's family pride over three generations, reflecting their German-Austrian roots and heritage. There was no evidence that anybody, including the anonymous complaint, had suffered any harm as a result of the plate. Who represented Grab, uh, James Jay Cameron, who represented Grabber, said in the statement, "There's no evidence that censoring Mr. Grabber's name after 27 years of use can make anybody safer." Boom. Words can't hurt. You know what does hurt? Stones. Throw stones at the person that complained, because you are stupid. If you are offended by a license plate, bye bye. Bye. I when I went to high school, there was this one teacher. He was super on one political side of the spectrum, I'm not going to say what, but if you walk by his car, you, you know it was him, because he had the stuff for this presidential candidate all over his room, and you walked in, and you looked in his room for the first time, like, wow, you're not very unbiased, you teach physics, he would teach his physics lectures, and be like, wow, you made that political, congratulations, and you go out to the, I started driving to school, I park, and I'd walk by, and I saw this one car, it was a really nice Cadillac, covered in stickers covered in stickers i'm like you just made this like nice looking car looks like you got it off a junkyard and you couldn't get the plates off when i got my first car there was a i love korean drama sticker on the back next to a korean bookstore i've never heard of before but i took it off because your car is a car not a billboard I was walking by, and I looked at this. I'm like, "Are they paying you for this? You you did this on you you went and bought all these stickers, and you put them on yourself, and you drove to school. You parked it next to this person's Tesla, and you're like, lock it because you don't want that Tesla getting into your person driving that Tesla getting into your walking driving billboard. It's how is that any different than having grab her? Like, you people with the lessons plate, like, lock her up, like, the sticker, lock her up, or Trump with a clown, clown face on, how's that any different than grab her? It's his last name. You're going to buy her about someone's last name. Like, what do you mean? Kicking off this, well, not kicking off, closing off the stories that I found for this week, I'm going to read. Hold up. Pig sparks farm fire in England after eating defecating battery-powered pedometer. What? Firefighters in England were called to save the bacon Saturday after a pig sparked a fire in its pen by swallowing a pedometer, which then combusted after nature had taken its course, officials said. This pig ate a pedometer and cracked out fire. That's wild. That's, that's just... That's the most wild thing I could possibly think of. That's like wild. Think about like Wild Ride, the song, and then Pig farting out fire. That's pretty cool. 
Fire crews responded to the 800 square foot blaze at four pig pens on a farm near Braham Leeds at 1.30 p.m., the, Norksh- the New Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service said. Um, should be the oink, not a tweet. Should be an oink, not a tweet, the serv- service wrote on Twitter. A horse reel was used to extinguish the fire and save the bacon. I, I don't know. I don't understand what... Firefighters believe that the, the, the cooper from the pedometer batteries reacted with the pig's excrement and dry hay to ignite the fire. The pedometer gadgets that measure the number of steps its wearer takes were worn by the pigs to prove that they were free-range, the fire service said. No animals or humans were hurt in the fire. If the pig ate it and like it had such problem in its gut, I'm sure he's, he's probably not feeling the best. Just You ever like leave a bathroom and you're like disappointed in yourself for how bad it stinks? Can you imagine that pig taking nature's course, looking around and seeing that what he just did set the pen on fire. <laughs> like pigs, if animals have feelings, as PETA says, which they do, I get they do, but seeing that your crap is caught on fire and is burning down the surrounding area, I feel pretty bad about myself. I don't know about you. If I went into school and I crapped and I left and there was fire following me out the stall, I'd feel bad. I'm not going to lie. I'd feel bad. I'm sure that pig feels bad. I'd feel bad. But, you know, you know what they say. It'd be like that. Sometimes you just had that fire she. They did. All right. Well, that's going to be all the stories I found for this week. I'm going to hit you with this anti-joke of the week. I'm telling you before now because I'm going to mix it up. Sometimes I'm just going to say it. Sometimes I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm saying it this week. This is the anti-joke of the week. What do you call cheese that isn't yours? I'm sure you've heard this joke before. Stolen. That is theft. What the hell is wrong with you? It's not nacho cheese. That is theft. What's wrong with you? If you expect me to say anything else, you think that I'm condoning theft? No. No. It's it's not yours. Return the cheese. It's not nacho cheese. It's not nacho cheese. They didn't even tell you what cheese it was. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I'm sorry about not having podcasts last week with this uh, this Rona. This Rona is making things kind of difficult, so I'm transferring over to online classes. But um, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Take My Word Pod, Take My Word Pod. Um, yeah, see you next Thursday.